Welcome into the I-80 Club. As Jack says, it's Monday night in the club. In the club. In the club. Uh, look, you know what's going on. If you are listening live, you're a patron. Uh, duh, you're listening live. If you're listening within the next couple of days, you're also a patron. We appreciate your patronage. If you were listening on Thursday and beyond and you're like, man, it would have been a lot of fun to join on Monday was. when Jack dunked on Creighton for an hour, I would say, yeah, it would have been fun for you. Go to patreon.com slash i80club today and become a patron. It's only $3 or $5 a month. Jack, what a day it's been for you. I don't know if if you have gotten as much praise as you did today ever. I mean, it's like this and the time that you and John talked about how much you – uh, hated Oklahoma back in the old days. Like, th- that, your interview today, who boy, many are saying, many are uh, saying. I don't know. So far, I heard that one guy called me uh, Alex Jones, said I looked like <laughs> Alex Jones. Uh, I had another guy who was very mad that you were platforming me in the I-80 club. That was really funny. Which, don't give him another chance to speak. Don't, which was, you know, uh, you know, kind of my idea, and Josh and I started it. So, what? Yeah, that, we're, that team, we're a team on this. We're a team. Um, so that was in no, I didn't. I mean, I, I I saw some of the positive. I didn't. I was busy though after I did that uh, little spot on your show. If you missed it, um, I uh, well, it, it was Josh. It actually sucked a little bit because I don't know what you guys had going on in there at that time, but it looked like you had an engineer in there working. And the we whole did. thing we had, the had whole a bunch of issues with be, John's microphone. The, the whole thing was supposed to be for John to see, and he didn't see. Yes. <laughs> Any of my reveal or like anything I did, which was Dude, that sucked. that reveal, freaking classic, absolutely classic. When you, because I was like, man, why doesn't he? Have, I, I just, I don't know. For some reason, I didn't think probably because we just had shit going on in the studio, so I didn't expect that you were gonna come on and you were gonna look like you did. But the freaking cigar in your mouth, oh my gosh, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely perfect, and then, absolutely and- perfect. And then I opened that champagne, and I spilled it everywhere. That was great. I, it that was, was everywhere. Perfect. I had to get a wet towel. I still have the wet towel right here on my desk that I cleaned it up with. It made a That's giant awesome. mess. I was so sticky. Um, it's still actually the champagne bottle is still sitting right here. I guess I could have another drink from it here while we're doing this. But yes, I've got it right. I don't really know what to do with it now. Like I'm not gonna hammer a bunch of champagne during this thing. But I've, you should. You should. You should. But I've got it. No, yeah, that was uh, that was fun. I was very disappointed John didn't get to see all of those things, though. But luckily, it was he all wasn't captured. happy. Jack, I don't know if this this might surprise you. Jack, John, not a happy guy today. Not yeah, a happy guy today. He would. I mean, it was the well. That was the thing. The interview was not even. I mean, there was zero content in that entire thing. Oh, there was like, content. There, there was no. There was no. <laughs> I didn't know what to say. Like John just kept talking about non. Nebraska Creighton basketball. Hey, did he, what did he say? Hey, did you see? What do you think of the trick play in the Purdue Michigan game? That was amazing. <laughs> hey, what like, did you I think of that no fake idea. leaf flicker? I have no idea what you're talking about, and uh, it's all ready to like talk about it. And so all I'm doing is trying to bring it back to that in slightly snide ways. Hey, what was your ways. favorite missed three pointer? And oh, uh, and it was it was it was a weird. It had to be it had to be bad on the radio, didn't it? Like with no, the, not the if visual. you're a Nebraska fan. Without the visual, <laughs> though, I don't know. I was worried about that. I was thinking. Oh no, I, I don't know. Who cares? I thought it was hilarious. I thought that that was one of the funniest moments. And like, look, Creighton fans, they love talking shit, man. But when Nebraska beats them, they are so <laughs> miserable. There's this one listener in particular. He emails a lot, and he comments a lot on the YouTube page. I didn't even see the dude today. The dude didn't even comment on anything today. And it's like, come on. How are you going to talk all this come noise yes. all the time and then not show all up? All the time. All like, he was the mad time. at us last like, week. Just- Jack, he was mad at us last week. Stop talking about the coaching. Like, we, they hired someone. Why don't you start talking about games that are actually happening? Well, we spent the first hour and a half of the day talking about Nebraska versus Creighton. That guy had an area thing to say Just, about the games. I mean, I've been oh. dunked on so many times by Creighton I fans know. at, like, random times when it doesn't even make sense. And those are the spoils, right? Those are the uh-huh. spoils. Yep. So yep. I was taking – I, I, I think I was due the spoils today, right? Absolutely. So Absolutely I was I was were. taking them 100%. I took the spoils. And, uh-huh. you know, I may not get them again. But I have an entire year with them right now, and that's there you nice. go. That's there you nice. go. I just watched the uh, the videos. You see, Trev gave uh, Gary and Bandamel black shirts. 
I did. That was really cool. That was really yeah, cool. And then I just watched the also the video. They did like a cinematic uh, video thing on the uh, Husker Hoops Twitter site. I haven't had a chance to watch that one that, yet. That was yeah, really good, I, too. I saw, so I saw I'm fired. I just got off watching it. Somebody posted it. One of you guys posted it in our basketball room, so that got me that got me fired up. So, yeah. Oh, it was great. It was it was amazing. I can't believe it. I just can't freaking dude. I had no inclination that would happen. You, Zero. You have you you want to talk about a good couple of weeks for Nebraska fans, man. It's been a nice get get over the Iowa stuff. You hire Matt Rule, and now you beat Creighton in like a week and a half, two weeks. Like Josh, that is. Awesome. Do you remember that chart I made last year where I said yes. Nebraska fans had had twenty exactly twenty moments of even moderate happiness. Since the uh-huh. summer of 2015, yeah, and look at it now. The, those two, I don't think there have been any other since I made that uh, until the Iowa game, and then there were, uh, yeah, that was two of them, probably two in the top five. Uh, that I mean, there's there's an argument that Creighton game was number one for Nebraska football and or basketball. Uh, during the yeah, last I'm trying to think. Years. Like, did you enjoy this one more than the one in 2018? Um, that one was probably more therapeutic. Whereas that one, this one, one was I kind of like, expected. That one I sort it, of expected. You, you know what? I and, and you know, if, if people get mad at this comparison, I apologize. But you know, like last year, Michigan beat Ohio State, and it happened at the Big House, and it was like, oh man, this just had to feel really good. You finally get over the hump. The the one on the road, though, I bet it's more satisfying this year yeah. for them. And I wonder if you kind of feel the same way because you know, like. When, just, when Nebraska beat them, and then when Michigan won at home, it was like, oh, well, you're at home. And, you know, for Michigan, it was like, oh, they had snow. They couldn't throw. Whereas going on the road, especially for them in perfect conditions, and then like this one, this is supposed to be the best team of all time for Creighton. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, they looked you're like right. trash. The, No, this one was way better than 2018. Yeah, yeah you're right. The, it, yeah, it, like just the, the shock of the crowd that was so, you know, yep. kind of condescending going into this. At least mm-hmm. on social media, um, it was it it was wonderful. It was wonderful. I you know, but those of us who cheer for that team were do that. We were do that, and we still that we still do more. But that that was that was a nice down payment. I appreciate it. Travis says, universe. "Is Josh saying Nebraska like Michigan is going to win the Big Ten? Possible Natty? I think I think that's what we're talking did about here, folks. The, did you see the NET rankings today? Nebraska ahead of Michigan and Michigan State. Uh huh. They were like number. Uh huh. They were right in the middle, middle of the pack with that whole thing. So that was incredible too. But we'll see. One day at a time. One day at a time. I'm just gonna enjoy this. Hey, brick by enjoy brick, this. baby. Brick, brick by, by brick. Brick. Yeah, brick by brick. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you want to? Yeah, we're we're gonna get into football. We'll do football mainly. But was I'm I'm just curious what your reaction just kind of like to that game was beyond what we were just talking about now. You know, in terms dude, of how stunner. Big, what, like, I could I couldn't like, believe what, it. Like I, what? I, what, yeah. What was how shocked were you? Uh, very, you know, like uh, so. Or, I'll be honest. The, the, the games that are on BTM Plus or whatever, I don't watch any of those. Um, I'm not going to spend that much money right. to watch I know bad basketball yep. games. And so, like Derek Walker, you know, he misses the early portion of the season. And and for the record, I have never heard what was going on. I asked I still around. Haven't. I still, yeah, I have. My, I've heard my, some things, but I don't know if I even believe them. Okay, yeah, my basketball sources are nowhere near as good as my football sources, so I haven't really heard a whole lot. Um, I've heard nothing. I've, I've heard, I don't know. What do you? What have you heard? And I'm always like, I don't know. So when when he missed those games and they got up to, you know, they they basically played like they I would expect them to, I guess. There were there was some of that like, hey, but wait till Walker's back. Wait till Walker's back. And I was like, okay, you know, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. Um, and so I was going into this one not really expecting a whole lot. Uh, I thought that Nebraska would or Creighton would probably cover. I didn't think it was going to be one of those, you know, take a picture of the scoreboard games. I didn't think it was going to get that bad. But I, I didn't think that Nebraska was going to win. And even at the half, I'm like, wow, this has been a valiant effort. But at a certain point in time, it's got to start turning. And then it just never did. It never did. And I guess j- – j- what was that? I was just going to say, I watched yeah, – just to what you were saying, I watched the game over last night with my son and – like there were five times in the second half where Creighton's coming down the floor, and like if they hit a three in that moment, the roof just comes off that place, and it feels like yep. it's over. And not, yeah. and not one of those times did they convert. It was yeah, insane. they had the run at the you know Nebraska started the second half with the nice run, and then Creighton responded with the run of their own, and it was what a one point game. 
And then Nebraska just did such a great job about stiff-arming them the rest of the way. And, you know, before the season, and again, you know, I'll be guilty on this for not buying in, but one of the things that I remember reading a lot and and seeing quote-wise from the coaches and the players, especially the players, was like the idea of winning ugly. That this team was going to have to win basketball games ugly. And I just, I just didn't think that this program under Hoiberg was going to be able to do that. And they did, man. They did, they won ugly against a team that, like, I think will – I mean, they're going to put together more games this year where they score 80-plus, 90-plus. I mean, mm-hmm. I think they will. And they just did that against them. And so I, I am trying to figure out, okay, what does this mean now for them moving forward? But, I mean, just a – what a, what a game! It's what a like, performance! It, it totally stunned me. Totally it's like switching me. from the uh, like the um, spread offense, the Big Twelve, a, a, a Big Twelve spread offense to a Big Ten West, you know, Wisconsin Illinois attack in one year, and it working, you know, yeah, <laughs> with the personnel yeah. changing. Like I asked Fred today, I was like, "Did you intentionally change your style?" And he's like, "Well, people try and you know pigeonhole me." Uh, but I do like to adapt to the talent that I've got each year. But yeah, I did. I mean, he basically told me this morning. He was like, "Yeah, we decided to go a different, a different stylistic direction this year," and th- it's that's what it felt like for all my making fun of Illinois, Wisconsin football, those sorts of things. That's what Nebraska basketball is now, <laughs> and after having never been it under Fred Hoiberg, which is crazy, which is yeah. crazy. Yeah, it seriously so. is. It, it, so that that's I guess where I my my takeaway is. I can't believe they did it. I can't believe they won ugly. And, I mean, really, after that run, I I thought Nebraska just played, not perfectly, obviously. They weren't great, you know, perfect Often, by any yeah, means. But they, they, they just did a good enough job of keeping them away. You know, like, I, it was so funny. The end of the game, and I saw you doing it, and I saw a lot of other Husker fans like, oh, my gosh, you know, can, can we hold on? Can we hold on? And, it, like, it just never even got interesting at the end. Nebraska <laughs> broke the press, like, two or three times yeah, in a row. Press. And Creighton had to work so hard to get every basket they had at the end of the game. They never were able to make it a four- or five-point game and really make Nebraska sweat. My son said they went – he was like, they should have went to the press that early. He was like, that was that was a big mistake. And it turned out Nebraska got, like, what, two or three completely open paths to the rim after they did that. Yeah. So they might have been right about that. Yeah. Um, but that was – yeah, it Good was times. it was crazy, but I mean, honestly, my biggest joy out of that whole thing is that that the Big East Defensive Player of the Year just could not guard a guy who was what four <laughs> inches smaller than him. Uh, had has dude, some he on out him, physical I mean, him. I so could much. Not, like he just went in on him over mm. and over and made so, like that dude's angles uh, with with the layups just crazy. It yeah. was so that was that was my favorite thing about the game um, was just the inability their inability and then and then the stubbornness of never doubling him. I couldn't like, believe seriously, that. Seriously, I, cu- I couldn't believe you, that they didn't try to change. You're it just sure at some point it's going to change. You're never going to double him. And then it just never did. <laughs> no, it didn't. It, was, it just never and did. Never, and then and like that's the other thing. Like the end, the him, uh, Greasel and Walker are running these like simple pick and roll things. Dirk called it a YMCA pick and roll in his article today, which which is what I thought too. Or or Greasel just backed down Ty Alexander for like I mentioned that to John in the interview today. Uh, Greasel had two plays. One one was on uh, Alexander, and one was on uh, what's his name, the point guard. Just backed him down for like fifteen feet, slowly but surely. Backed him down and then just shot the ball over him and made it. I was like, do you are you never going to double anyone? Like, what's the deal? But Yeah, you wonder sometimes, like in a game like yesterday, um, and, and, you know, Creighton fans certainly are looking inwardly right now of, like, does hubris get to, like, did hubris get to that's them? That's what it felt that, like. You know, like, th- and that's that's how I feel certainly about, like, the Kalkbrenner stuff. Like, at, at what point do you just say, okay, we have to we have to try to do something else. We have to try to do something else. And quit shooting threes and go inside. Like, drive ever. How did they never drive? They didn't drive the entire game. I think Dirk mentioned it again in in his column that was like, or maybe it was somebody else, but it was essentially, they keep shooting like they're a really good three-point shooting team, and they're just not. You know, and and you know, you you look now. So they they started the season really poor from three. Then they got things fixed for the next three games against you know it's a bunch of bye games. I think they shot and, and oh, and then they go to Maui, notoriously soft rims, 
They shot well in the first couple games, not so much in the third. And then you look since then, you obviously didn't shoot well against Texas and now haven't shot well against Nebraska. So if when you look at now them against solid competition, maybe away from Maui and the soft rims, they are not a good three-point shooting team. So I like for me, I'm kind of like one more game away from really saying, okay, Creighton needs to stop shooting threes if they're going to try to win these games. And that's where I go back to the hubris of like, why are you still doing this yeah. if if it's not working for it? So it's that's just what it odd felt like that they to me. kept doing it. I'm not trying to be a jerk, but that's what it felt like to me. It was like, yeah, okay. oh, I, I couldn't agree like, more, man. I couldn't agree more. There are three different things that it feels like are just not working and you're refusing. Nebraska is just not good enough that you should ever have to double Walker or yep. Greasel. And so they just didn't. And they got burned on it basically every time. So, yep. anyway. Odd. Well, that's that. I know. I know the the basketball interest is mixed in this crowd, but I appreciate. Oh, but the you guys Jack Mitchell me. dunking on people interest is very Dude, high in this crowd. We don't have Twitter, to stop. I, you have more things to say. I did not want Twitter to end last night. I mean, that was the best. I just mm. wanted to bathe in Twitter last night, the entire night, and just like my my son and I went through. <laughs> if anybody hasn't gone through and looked at all the memes that are in reply to Creighton's official, like, score tweet. <laughs> got to look. They're so fucking funny. They're when, so- dude, I was scrolling through and, and just looking at the timeline, and, and when you, like, I randomly stumbled upon you retweeting them, just retweeting the score, and it just made me laugh. Well, like, you didn't quote tweet. You just <laughs> retweeted it. And I, I laughed, and, and Riss goes, what are you laughing at? And I just was like, Jack just retweeted the it score. So and it just that, When I see that, man, it makes me laugh really hard. Uh, uh, Jacob writes, that game felt so different because for the first time in recent memory, it felt like the game meant more to Nebraska and wasn't just another game. McDermott has taken pride in kicking Nebraska's ass and isn't afraid to make it obvious. And yesterday, CU looked like they expected to just shoot themselves out of their problems and expected it to... Uh, be a get right game could not have looked much less interested until about the under eight when they were like oh shit we're gonna lose I think that that is a spot on observation especially the part about Creighton wanting it more over the years and and I have felt the same way Jack about like Nebraska football when they play Iowa and so that and and didn't it seem different it seemed different on Black Friday and yesterday it seemed different and that was that's good, man. Like, I think that that type of stuff is really, really important. Creighton fans love, love rubbing it in Nebraska's faces. And that's why that's why all of them were butthurt today and yesterday. Yeah, but it will be gr- for the next It's year. actually a good comparison. Like, those two teams kept beating Nebraska, football and basketball, but yet it uh-huh. still felt like they wanted the game more for whatever uh-huh. reason up until yep. this year in both of them. And this yeah. year, especially in basketball, it was a hundred percent an effort game. Like I don't know, I don't, I don't know how it changed this year, but just deciding you're going to play defense and hustle the entire game, deciding you're going to get rebounds. Um, it was crazy. It was nuts. Like, yeah, it really. I don't, was, I don't know really what, was. I don't know what, what uh, triggered it that wasn't there la- or what didn't trigger in Creighton's head. I don't know if they were, you know, because it, They've been huge favorites over Nebraska in the past, but they still have that killer instinct. But mm-hmm. I don't know what it was. I, I honestly don't with Creighton this year. I know th- there were people kind of saying, well, they they had traveled a lot, uh, which is kind of a whiny thing to say. To I'd say honest. that's a pretty weak-ass excuse. It's yeah. been and, and and I was happy that that was something John really did not want to even like play into. I John tried to play, I tried to know? get him to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, he he doesn't. He thinks that that's a stupid excuse too. It is. So, Everybody it goes is. somewhere on Thanksgiving. I mean, yeah, okay, they went to Hawaii, exactly. but you know, yeah, exactly. th- There's all kinds of all kinds of teams who did that. So, yeah. Uh, oh, Husker for MU says the March Grandiosa meme was amazing. I don't know what cartoon that was from. I don't know enough about that. But there was a Blue Jay sleeping, and he was holding the, the that was very box funny. over his head, and then it gets dun, that was great. Dun, 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 dun. That, that was awesome. awesome. That yes. was very funny. Uh, Chris says, honestly, top two Twitter nights for me have happened in the span of 10 days. Oh, yeah, there's <laughs> some, Reed actually posted it, so you can see which what we're talking about. So. Dude, I that the I, I had so much fun Black Friday just trolling the hell out of Iowa fans. Ugh. And because and they were like, I, I there was one in particular. This guy said something like, you know, oh, pretty embarrassing, yada, yada, yada. And I said, yeah, imagine how much more embarrassing it is to lose to that team. And just, yeah. like, the I, the thing, Jack, that I never understand, and we've talked about this over the years of, like, if you get beat, you know, like, don't I don't talk trash to teams that I lose to. 
But I especially don't understand Creighton fans just wanting to argue with Nebraska fans all last night. It's like, you come off as idiots. Your team lost. Shut up and take it and go away. It's just so funny. You, they come across as idiots so I, much I, of the time. They're just—I mean, yeah—they're just so—they're so ashamed. They're ashamed. That's what it is. They're ashamed, and they don't. Sad. It's—it's—it's it's, it's hard for them to come to grips with what happened. So yeah, and they got to for the next year, man. Uh, Ravi got a lot of hate this morning. Yeah, he kind of made some excuses. I mean, ugh, I, I didn't realize. Know. Like, I know people. Like, I think if you're in our industry. You, People are going to hate you, right? Like, that's a given. People hate me. People hate you. People hate Ravi. I did not realize how much Ravi had gotten under the skin of people. Like, dude, I, I think I think some of it rivalry. is he was very critical of the Frost era, but, man, he I didn't realize how much Gosh, the basketball stuff was getting to people. This rivalry is insane, okay? Yeah. Let's say – let's call it spade a spade. This this rivalry is bigger than it should be um, and more intense than it should be. Do you agree? I mean – it, yeah, just given that, like, neither team – I mean, Creighton finally made the Sweet 16. Otherwise, they've had success in the tournament. But, you know, they're not like a blue blood, and Nebraska's literally never won a game. So, yeah, given the lack of success in the grand scheme that both programs have had, it, it does have a lot more like spice to it. more of a rivalry than anything that's happened in football in – ever, maybe, honestly. Jake, Jake, Jake brings up something that a listener – uh, hit on earlier today. He says public versus private, red versus blue, blue collar versus white yes, collar. Yes, I guess I had never really thought about the class divide or the the like that component yep. of it. But you know, and then it, you, I I read the tweet from this this listener named Riley. And you know what? I mean, a lot of the conversation does center around the sweater vest type crowd and the the wine and cheese type crowd, and you know all those. And I was like, duh, of course the class component you know, plays a big part in how people view Creighton people versus how they view Nebraska people. And so, yeah, there's a lot. It's not – and, and Omaha versus Lincoln or Omaha versus the rest of the state. You know, there's a lot that goes into it uh, beyond just the basketball. It's it, – it, I mean, this is Alabama-Auburn, right? I mean, this is I, – I, I'm don't you think? Like, this is closer to Michigan-Ohio State than anything we've got in football by far. Yeah, Don't just because they, I mean, it does it. It gets very nasty, and we, I like that. The I football love the rivalries nastiness. are nothing like this. They're, just, yeah. I mean, no, no, they're not. They're not they're even not. close because there's just not much, you know, like inbreeding, right? <laughs> uh, there's a little bit of it with Iowa, but not nearly as much with with uh, Wisconsin. But you know, I don't know. Do you guys hear from Iowa fans? When you do your show? Yeah, there's a few. We have, like, a couple actually, like, P1 listeners that are Iowa fans. I'd say okay. two or three that I know are okay. dire Iowa Hawkeye fans, and they listen to our show all the time. Okay. Well, so. but it's just – but but it's nothing compared to the even breakdown for Creighton, Nebraska. Um, no. Or, or, no. Or closer to 50-50. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, that's fascinating. That is uh, – that's something. Oh, and you know what? Before we, you know, uh, whatever. Nebraska fans were getting on Ravi. I always have sympathy, by the way, for people getting on radio hosts. And uh, I think he's done an incredible job. So tell him I said this. I think he's done an incredible job stepping in, um, just like bouncing around between co-hosts and shows and everything. And um, I didn't know, like, I just didn't know him. And I, you know, I still don't know him real well. But mm -hmm. um, I think I think a ton of him as a radio guy. Um, yeah, he's a good dude. I, I, I'm really impressed. So I don't know what you guys are going to do with that job. It's hard to ever tell. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Uh, sit here in silence. All right, football. Let's get to football. What do we got? Football. What do we got? We got another. These hires are so. What do we have? Nothing's changed since Saturday, right? Oh, jeez. The Buccaneers just freaking fumbled at 20 yards forward. Holy what? cow! What I can't wait to see this in 30 seconds. <laughs> Yeah, back to you being behind me. This is how it's supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, I don't uh, – yeah, this isn't on uh, now that you antenna. you got your antenna This isn't down. on the antenna. Yeah. Wait till you see this fumble. Well, it's on ESPN. I can't watch it on the antenna. This fumble is just like 20 yards forward. All right, here we go. Let's watch. Is it, was it the one on third and 17? Yeah, I don't know. Let's see. Tom Brady running, running, throws it. The guy's running. And – oh, there's the fumble. Oh, oh my gosh, somebody kicked it. Ha! <laughs> All right, let's throw the ball to Chris Olave. Come on now. Yeah. Come on now. Um. Anyway, back to football. I, I'm so bored with the assistant coaches thing, Josh. I don't even know what. To really? Say. Yeah. Bored. Like how? Wow. I. What? I mean. 
What is there to get excited or fired up about at this? Well, point? I want to see who the defensive coordinator is going to be, and I want to see who the offensive line coach is going to be. Like that's not that's not fun for you. I guess, but you're going to just tell. I mean, hey, you know, Dave Jenkins is the defensive line, uh, the defensive coordinator. I don't know who Dave it is. Jenkins, you know. So I don't know. Jeff just make Collins, up a name. I mean, like, have any, it's just going to be nobody Collins I know. Trip it's trigger. It's going to be nobody I know when I look at you know his Wikipedia page. But I, oh. I don't know. I can't. I just can't get myself fired up about this. Interesting. Hire freaking good people. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm annoyed. I don't know. Like you I just want it to be done. Is that what you want? You just want to move on a little bit. Like I don't know. I expected. Um, I've given. Like it feels like there was going to be this big salary pool and that meant it was going to be people that you knew. And then I started realizing mm. it's going to be nobody that I know, no matter what the yeah. salary pool is. And but that's what we talk about, right? It all, that it always is. It always is with assistant coaches. There are so few name assistant coaches in the country. Yeah. There's so few of them. Yeah. That, so that's why it's hard. Like, I don't know. I don't know how to, I mean, this is just being completely honest. Like, I don't know how to evaluate anyone who's uh, uh, other than, other than looking at their resume and being like, yeah, not too many great stops. This there. is, I would say this, um, and look, I, I, cause I am, I am interested to see what they do mainly so it can get done. But this is, I think after the initial, like real excitement, real excitement after a hiring, the, the cold reality of damn the spring balls, like three and a half months away, let alone the actual season. You know, it's like, there's that initial, excitement that we all had like a week ago today we did our pod and we we're like wow this is really really cool and and then it's like all right nine months nine months to go until the next game and that's always the part that I think is really sucked about the end of these seasons is they've ended in November and we don't see them again until August or September and it's going to be like that all over again yeah yeah so I mean I don't know I just can't get super fired up or pissed off about the assistant coaches. I do think it's hilarious that what was probably agreed upon as maybe the worst Huskers uh assistant coach of all time by most fans could be retained. Is the one guy who is apparently still like yeah, not shocking. fired yet. That's shocking and almost a little hilarious to me. It's baffling to me. It, I I don't I don't understand it. it. The one I guess argument that I would kind of hear is hey he walked into a shitty situation. It's not his fault that the line was that bad. Yada yada yada. But man, Jack, like I yeah, I heard Mitch say, kind of try and make that argument. With yeah, and spare me on the whole like you know he's he's really awkward in front of the media, but otherwise he's good. Like his personality just seems so boring. Okay, he does not seem like he could be a dynamic recruiter. I so, don't care about that. The offensive line. Did not get better enough. Yeah, they, under yeah. Him. They, so yeah, they weren't even good in the development. That's bottom line. And in fact, yeah. it it played under its skill level. If if I'm being honest, yeah, uh, the entire season. For the so, record, I don't think he's going to be back. I don't no, think he's going to be back. I can't imagine. I can't imagine yeah. that would happen. But um, I, I I really don't either. Maybe they're waiting for somebody. I don't know. I don't know what's left at this point. Yeah, I'm so trying to figure out why it's not. How is the coordinator not hired? Should we be worried about that, Josh? So the I fact, think I think it, or there might be a little negotiating going on. I think, I think there might be a geez, little negotiating. How, they going should have on. a crap load of money left. They have. They should, dude. They have a ton. Have of they money. paid any of these guys anything? I mean, they should all be. I feel like they should all be happy. They have jobs. <laughs> wow, I didn't realize you were that out on them. I don't know. I mean. They're, so here's the thing, and I've been John and I have been talking this out over the last you know week or so. This is what he did at at Baylor. This is what he did at Baylor. He bet on himself as a developer. He bet on the players or the coaches as as guys that could be developed and that would turn into good coaches. And look, maybe maybe I am giving him like way too much uh, uh, leash right now. Way too long of a leash. But I look at what he did in plucking a guy out of high school to become a, an assistant coach or his ops guy, and that guy's the head coach of Texas Tech now. And he hired him in 2017, and the guy became the head coach of Texas Tech before this season. Got to so, find some projects. All right. Yeah. Get some projects. Just, he just seems like a guy, and this seems like a program, right, man, that's going to be all into development and to, to doing that type of stuff. Whatever. So, okay, again, good. maybe I'm giving Do him that. too much of the benefit you know of what? the doubt. But I'm way more interested in uh, – which, by the way, how many times can we be warned how terrible uh, the transfer portal news is going to be every day and then it's just not? 
that bad. Yeah, it's still, we, we're still <laughs> waiting around for the bombshell. Is, is AJ Allen, st- could AJ Allen just announce one way or Man, the other? That'd be, that'd be nice. Can we just that'd, get I mean, that? If Houseman is still a bad loss, as we've talked about a, a terrible couple of different loss. Terrible. Yeah. And, and, yeah, it's weird. It's weird that, that that so far is the worst one. And, like, he's a bad loss for sure. But I'm still, like, waiting. I feel like another every, shoe is going to drop. And I have this yet. one person who tweets me is like, dude, today is going to be bad news. Get ready in the transfer portal. And he said that, like, three days. And then I watched it today, and, like, there were three guys. And I was like, I've never heard of that guy before. Okay? <laughs> I have no idea who that is. So I can't even get upset about it because I don't know who it is. Yeah, point. when you have to do like the what, what? When did that guy sign again? And like when you, you and I are, we did. That. The, I think we did this our last podcast, Josh, where we like went through and like we were like, okay, how, how like even how many guys could you get that pissed about if they uh, if they transferred? And it's a pretty finite number, right? It's a very small list. Very small list. Yeah. Wow, Josh is being kind of a negative boy. He says, "Imagine Grant got hurt before Big Ten play. We'd be sizing him up for the Heisman. Slow your roll on AJ." Wow. But that, Honestly, I don't, I don't totally disagree with him. Wow, I, mean, I just don't. Out know. on AJ Allen, sad. I, I well, I mean, I just don't know. I get like I totally get, I uh, I get what he's saying because he's exactly right. You would have, uh, I, I mean, I called him I test Anthony for a reason back in September. Yeah, you did. People forget. Yeah, and uh, don't score. Okay. Um, yeah, and 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 that didn't. I mean, he may be great. He may be very good, but I'm not quite. I just think he's people a, are sold a on him without much of a, I think what Josh is saying, I think he's probably right. People are sold on him, and he's not got a ton of a resume so far. No, he doesn't. But I think his running style is why I am someone who's very high on him and would like for them to be able to find a way to keep him. Running. But I thought I test was Barry Sanders after the North Dakota game. Well, yeah, but I mean. <laughs> Gosh, the nickname eye test has aged in a very funny way. I like, I like, now I am kind of in on eye test. Anthony. Really? I'm not going to lie. As That's a nickname, great. yes, because it's so funny. It's just so funny. Is he staying? Is that, is he coming back after all this? Who, eye test? Yeah, I think I. T- <laughs> See, look at what you've done to me. You've incepted it. You've incepted it into my to, brain. Uh, I think I was listening to Gary and uh, Gary? I thought somebody. Somebody said that he was coming back, probably. Wow. That'd yeah, be so during weird. Gary's show. That'd be so weird. Yeah. Redcast talked about the ITES nickname. <laughs> no way. Ah, many people are saying. Let's many people go. are saying. Let's go. You owe me money, hurt at. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's really funny. I know. <laughs> oh. oh, crap. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm. Give me some freaking Casey Thompson news, right? Give me some. I know. See, that's the thing. Give me some player news. Give me some transfers coming in. No, now, Jack, we we need. That's what we need. We need the announcement that the guy is staying. That's the news that we need right now. Not, you know, hey, I'm leaving. I want to hear who's staying. I want to hear. I want to hear Casey Thompson be like, yeah, I'm running it back. I'm running it back. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Where's that at? I mean, yeah. uh, Greg was on my show on Thursday saying that he thought he was coming back. Like, where's the announcement to clarify that? Like, let them, I mean, let ruling company know, please, would you? That would be nice. I'd appreciate. So they can so they can start to plan. And do they need to get another quarterback in the portal? Do they still get another quarterback in the portal if he is yes. there? Like, that's interesting to me. I know Chubba Purdy came over to be a backup, but does anybody else really do that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Are you hoping that they they uh, go for a bunch of portal guys as, like, quick fixers, or would you rather they – I guess I know your answer is going to be yet. Yeah. You just want to be so good immediately, right? Not like so You good. are someone who improve. wants them to fix I the holes versus improvement. slow I want, playing. No, no, no. Okay, don't I, – I want improvement. I don't want okay. so good. Improvement okay. is not asking a lot. I want a bowl game next year. Okay. I guess what I'm asking is, are you are you wanting more portal guys, or are you wanting them to, to bring in more guys out of the recruiting um, class? It depends on the position a little bit, I think. That they can develop over many, many years. Yeah, like, it, it, it depends on the position. Like, I don't know. I just, it's hard to believe that they can even do that with the offensive line, with the portal. It really is. So. It really is. That, I need you to find some. I find find some 23, 24, 25 studs. Ooh, a bunch of BYU players, a bunch of a bunch of guys who yeah. have gone on mission trips. Yeah. So recruits on that. 
But like wide receiver, I don't know. Isn't that weird? I mean, there there should be these roughly the same amount of players at these positions. It feels like you could pluck a wide receiver from almost anywhere and it'd be all well, right. Well, I mean, yeah, think about the Iowa game, man. It was a touchdown from Trey Palmer, a touchdown from Trey Palmer, a touchdown from Marcus Washington, yeah. and Casey Thompson threw all of them. All those dudes were portal dudes. All of them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all of them. In the, the beginning of the year, Garcia Castaneda was, I mean, that. <laughs> you just, there, were, there weren't enough balls yeah. to go around yeah, for the first him. touchdown of the year. And then, I mean, even last year, Samari Toure, he was a portal guy. Stumanji says Keegan Johnson, uh, come on down. Yeah, he, he tweeted a little bit ago. Yeah, he said he's got an offer. Get got on an offer. Write whatever wrong happened with that. I just want that on principle. That'd be nice. That would That'd be, be really very, nice. That would make me very happy. Just yeah. to screw it. Just, oh, just to stick it to Iowa. That'd, be, That'd be nice. That'd be really nice. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So, oh god, Taysom Hill almost scored. Oh, this is gonna be so tight. This is gonna kill me. Nice. Primary. Another spoiler. Don't he didn't score. Oh, five. I'm still five points up. Oh, it's killing me. Uh, Travis says because uh, him and Matt are, are discussing the staff and the the experience or oh, lack thereof. Yeah. And, and first of all, Matt says I'm not out on the staff per se, but why do we need to spend big money on coaches? who are not super experienced and here to get developed. And Travis says, that was a big argument for a guy like Rule, someone with experience, but then we'll develop assistants. I don't mind a blend of experienced dudes and some developmental guys, but the scale seems tipped one way. I'm going to disagree a little bit. John and I have run through some of the, the experience levels for guys. Like, Satterfield has coached for a long, long time. Uh, Foley has coached for a long, long time. I think... Maybe it's landing a certain way because, like, the running backs coach and the defensive line coach have very little experience for the most part at this point in time. But, and look, man, maybe I'm just reading what I want to read, but there seems to be a lot of excitement around those two dudes from people in the industry. Uh, you know, especially the running backs coach. He's gotten a lot of praise. See, he might for be bringing being in a the transfer with him now, I saw. Yeah, and, Dude and who so got injured for- last year. For being in the game as as little as he has, it just seems like uh, there is a lot of excitement around uh, each of those. Do- and and plus, what Biff says, people forget that Whipple had a lot of experience. Like I, <laughs> like I, I guess I'm getting really annoyed, Jack, at this weird revisionist history that like Husker fans were mad at the Frost staff because ah, oh, I thought you didn't want to bring buddies. No, it was never about they buddies. Don't... Like coaches hire coaches they know. What are you talking about? By the way, people don't... loved. Hold on. People yeah. loved that Frost brought all his guys with him. I didn't. I didn't okay. for the record. But it was okay. not because you may they were buddies. Have, but people It was because it was a G5 staff. That's why I didn't like those but, guys. Okay. You you were right then. That's fine. I, I have no problem saying that. And I don't know that I had a strong opinion. But m- most people loved that. Like that was – I remember listening to people talk about that and be like, okay, what they can hit the ground running, right? It's so yes. – yes. just that was a just, huge argument. That was a huge – positive for a lot of people uh with yep. that whole thing yeah but it, for me it was never that he brought people he knew it was that he just plucked his g5 staff and moved it to nebraska and this staff it's not that it's not just the you know it's guys who had success at temple and then had success at baylor and yeah they did flame out in the nfl but man like i don't know jack if you make it to the nfl i think sam McEwen said this last week like it, you gotta, you gotta be a good coach. Like yeah. your level, your floor is pretty high if Wait, you're in the freaking Donovan NFL. Donovan was in the NFL as an assistant to an assistant. That guy wasn't a position coach. I'm just saying. That I'm guy just was. Yeah, but the your, Bears, the Bears are garbage. I'm that's that's not a, rebutting what not you a just good said. thing to be praising. <laughs> not a good thing to be praising. If I really hope, Josh, I really hope that it was not. You know, when Matt Rule was sitting on his couch and saying, damn, I wanted to go there, that the holdup was not assistant uh, salary pool because it's like, I don't know. Did you really even need it? Yeah. (laughs) Well, we'll see. I mean, that's that's why I think like the D.C. still not being hired. And and Matt says top teams don't hire buddies. They are ex-head coaches with big conference experience. That's why Jeff Collins is really unique to me. Been a two-time head coach and uh, his defenses before he became a head coach were freaking awesome. So if he's hired, I, I mean, he's certainly going to be a seven-figure dude. So I, I just I think the pot being so large still, like theoretically, I guess we don't know for sure, but the leftover being so large, 
it tells me that 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 they're still going to spend a little bit of money. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Done. Just give me a defensive coordinator I've heard of. Come on, let's go. Like get Venables or something. As people forget Bob Diaco's head coach. Yeah, another that's another good example against the whole hire former head coaches because he sucked. Gary Patterson. He was bad. DC. Yeah, give me a give me somebody huge. Give me one give me one freaking huge name. That's what I want. On one big thing. name? Yeah. Ed Orgeron. Give me Ed Orgeron. Come on. That would be cool. That'd be cool. Bo Pelini. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Don't, no, not him. No. He sucks now. He's no, bad. He's a bad he coach now. now. What is he? he he has a podcast. He podcasts, doesn't he? Isn't hilarious. he a podcast boy? Like, I can't believe he podcasts. Like, the dude who didn't want to do any dude, interviews. People are, the, the, the lack of shame that people have. That dude hated everything about the media, and now he's doing the new media shtick. Like, get out of here, Bo. Garbage. I can't no garbage. believe that dude is a podcast. I oh, no. Chess Walrus says Bo's podcast ain't half bad. Really? It. No way. Is he doing ad reads? Hey, Bo Pelini here for <laughs> such and such. Use my promo code. Bo Anger. Pelini here for wrenches. Yeah, right? Well, remember, Jack, do you remember the commercial his first year on the job for that fence company? Like, yeah, oh, they came over dog? and installed with a fence for dog my wife. There? Yes. yes, my wife. Yeah, God. Me undies. Yeah, Husker's totally Hey, Bo Pelini here that. for me undies. Hey, guys, I, do you, are you sick of the stink? <laughs> hey, I listened to your interview with Schick today about Deion Sanders. And, uh, uh, Josh, I think Deion Sanders, I think this is going to be a disaster. You oh do you? I think it's gonna be a disaster. I think it is. So, I think it's such a weird combo. Um, man, I just don't think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be not good. Um, like why? What? What are? What's? What are the the reasons why? Um, I w- w- number one. I just oh wait, holy shit! How about this, Jack? What? Uh, Adam Rittenberg just tweeted. Uh, that Tim Brewster and Willie Taggart are in Boulder and will be on the staff. What? Oh my gosh! Know, okay, they, see that's an all-star staff, by the way. Wow, G- guys, I've heard wow. of. There's two guys I've heard of. That's crazy. We, they we, they have more coaches that you have heard of than uh, Nebraska staff. Whatever. I wow. It's such a weird fit. I can't like it. It's I think honestly, fits overrated. Honestly, it's like. The least likely play. It's one of the least likely uh, Division One uh, FBS schools possible that I can think of for him to go to. Yeah, I, I mean honestly, it, it, it just because there's so much with the with just the geography and the weather. I, I was going to and- ask you how much of it is uh, geography versus like. Geography, you know, weather, and, academics, all of those things. And they I was going to say, how much themselves. does race play into this too? Like, it is a you know, what are they the 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 Patag- Patagonia type fan yeah. base all yes. about? Like you know, the, like it's the I, most anti SEC school that almost yeah. there is uh, outside yeah, of like, maybe Oregon. I don't know. Like, yeah, like Stephen Godfrey and Richard Johnson. They've Stanford. talked about it before on Split Zone Duo, and it's like. So a lot of people will say like, man, I'd love to go to school at Colorado. And it's like, okay, but what, what types of people are those? And it's like, oh, white guys in their, you know, thirties. Guys you know, who like, like the no shit like, you want to go there. Guys who like to um, hike, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, d- <laughs> dude, I would love to live in Colorado. It sounds amazing. Me All the outdoor stuff it. that I could do. Yeah, I would love. Dude, that's I'd, not what an 18 year old black kid wants to do. Like, is that the school that he wants to there. attend? Hiking and eating like the, trail mix and, uh, you know. Yeah, the, the, the reasons that I find it intriguing. Plus, like, you know, if if, if someone say, hey, guys, but weed is legal. That's true, but we, it's not like Colorado's the only state. Half the you know, states have that this, now. It's, it's legal, like, everywhere, you know. I so, don't know. Like, I just I just feel like it's weird, and I don't. And, and maybe he'll get. I mean, it's not like it, it's it, it's not like these guys that he's going for the Texas and California and Florida guys aren't going to have offers. I get it. People have heard, but of dude, Dion, it's playing but for it's playing for him. It like he is it really he, though? I mean, again, yes. my son is the exact age of of, of Jack. He got a five star to go to an FCS school, a five star. Well, that's about. That's not about his name. That's about his actual. Yes, it is. It's about Dion. No, I don't it's think about it is. him. Why in the hell would an eighteen-year-old know anything about Dion Sanders? What do you mean? Like, what do you mean? Because they obviously do. It's, From it's, what? I don't, I don't know what? how you don't what? see what's happened the last what? few years and say that. Of course, I, 
it's about him. You think it's about Jackson no, no, State? No. I think it's about him. I, I, I'm not saying it's not about him. It's not about his name. It's about his actual recruiting ability. I think it's about I mean, the it's way. A, I mean, his, his name is his recruiting ability, right? It's like, it, you know, it's it's a chicken or egg. I think it's both. They, they, it's two sides of the same coin. Why you is know? a kid who is who was born in 2004. He's been on TV. Who has been, been on TV for years. I mean, Jack, and he's like one of the he's most famous football watch, players of man. our lifetime. Like he is. Yeah, oh, for us, he's not recruiting us, though. I just don't know how you don't see his success and, and be like, all right, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the youths of America do. He's been coaching in high school. He's been doing the Under Armour circuit for years. Remember, he was like a, a, a and this is maybe an argument against him, but was he not a, 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 a mentor to Maurice Washington? Like he was a part of, he like took him under his wing. Um, well, great like job he, with that. He, he I, again, yeah, it didn't work out very well. But I, I think where where Josh says, why does my fourteen year old love Jordan? That's the thing, man. Like Michael Jordan hasn't played since two thousand three, and his name is I still out there is as much a as slightly different level than Dion. I would agree, but D, there are very few football equivalents of Michael Jordan. Dion is one of the closest to it. Like the, but again, Jack, the guy has been coaching like in high school all star games for years, for years. So he's not just some random old dude that's on TV. I mean, he's he's out there and he's been he's been a part of that kind of circuit, if you will, for years. I mean, if like Emmett Smith comes back and coach, or all, uh, no, Emmett Smith the... is not Dion Sanders. Oh, 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 he's not. Okay. Uh... No, come on, Jack. Like, how are you missing this? Come on. Deion Sanders' brand is, like, bigger than, like, everybody's brand. Want, and that me, might be to it. his detriment me, in Colorado. I totally get it. I mean, for me, I get it. But I'm, you know, I'm 45 years old. Decon um, says that you're doing a bit right now. Are you doing a bit? No. no. Ask, does your son know who Dion is? Well, he does. I'm sure he knows. Johnny. Ask him. Ask, ask Johnny for Hold his on. opinion on Deion Sanders. What is your opinion on Deion Sanders? Come here, come here, come here, come here, come here, come here. Join the pod. Come, come, come on. My 17-year-old. Oh, right, we're having drinking a champagne all day. All right, 17-year-old here uh, would be recruited up, by Dion if he played football, maybe. I just, I don't know if he's a good coach. I think people, I think kids just want to go play for him, though. Bingo. Which, I don't know. See? I don't know. Jack, he, he just admitted it. Kids want to go play for him. Why? Do you know who he is? Do you know who he played for in, in the NFL or college? Cowboys? No. Nice. He played for the Did Cowboys. He? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was not the team I would have mentioned, but yes, he played. See, for and the even Cowboys. he, Jack, even yeah, he knows. Like, yeah, he's seen. You know, people want to play for him. Defense, right? <laughs> yep. He played both <laughs> sides of the ball. That's the thing. Like, what? He yeah, I mean, maybe, ball? mainly a corner though. Yeah, he played both sides. Yeah, he played a little wide receiver. Yes. Oh, At, see, okay. I think of him as a Falcon, but that's just me. Oh, wow. Yeah. Old. That is old guy. Yeah. Old guy thinks of him as a Falcon. Yeah, you were I old mean, as he hell, was, man. He had the he had the Dallas, he had the 49ers thing. Is he the one who He had the Redskins thing, didn't he? he? Yeah, he's that nice. guy. The guy who did the yes. Jack. What's that? Oh, sorry. We don't commanders. say the R word anymore. Sorry. I apologize. The the Commanders. The the, the, the Commanders. Or you just call them the R words. Sorry, I apologize. I forgot. I think of him as a 49er too actually, by the way, not a Cowboy first. Seriously? I think about yeah. Falcon 100%. That's hilarious. You think of a Falcon. That, oh, see, that's 100%. how you know you're old as hell. That was when he was at the peak of his coolness by far. Is when the Falcons. Really? Yeah, Falcons switched the black jerseys from the red, which was for him and Andre. It was him and Andre Risen. Um, Scott Chandler was a quarterback, but it was him and Andre Risen were the two. They were like the, the offense and defense versions of the same thing. Um, and then like MC Hammer did that too legit to quit video and he put them both in it he like featured them both he also featured roger craig when he played for the raiders and ronnie lott when he played in the raiders on that yeah there you go i formation with that that's what i think of a hundred percent yeah i think of it as a 49er but really? i don't remember watching him as a falcon yeah really yeah. uh joe writes he's a wild card for any four or five star prospect in the country even if cu is not in their top two or three a lot of them will be curious and a lot of them will visit and a good chunk of those will flip once they meet him the dude's personality, I mean, he's he, 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 magnetizing. He his, his personality is incredible. And he is going to convince players to play at Colorado just because of him. And look, They're I think in the end. They're going to hate it. 
They're gonna. Get, I have not they're decided. Gonna, you people from Texas and Florida are gonna come to Colorado. They're gonna hate. They it. did in the in the '90s, and they want a natty. Of course they will. Like what? They're what are we talking hate, about here? They're gonna absolutely hate that place. They're gonna. They're gonna think it's so. They're like, I, I, but listen, Dion's there. That's fine. But I could go to auburn or mississippi or florida or florida state you know that's i i just i, I haven't be. decided for the record i haven't decided if i think he's going to be good or bad um it would not surprise me if they sucked it would not surprise me if they were really good honestly i feel like in the end jack maybe the most likely thing is like seven and five um the the we're beating if, them. If, oh we're beating them. The, we're 100 percent beating them that said if 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 they if if he starts putting together this staff like that's the thing man it's a, it's all about the staff it's a, if oh, he puts God. together a good staff he is going to recruit oh, so yeah. freaking well so freaking well whatever for a crappy Pac-10 conference that has fallen apart where what? are they even going well, I mean is what? Colorado in the Pac Pac-12 what like what what even are or is it going to be called the Pac-10 again are they getting new teams? Like, what are we doing? I don't even know what the update is with this stupid conference that we're taking the best two teams from, so Dion can be in it. Are they going to get? Are, are all the kids going to get fired up with games against uh, Oregon State? Is that what it is? In Oregon, we mean, <laughs> Jack. He got a guy to go to FCS. He got a five star to go to FCS, and you're wondering how how the players will feel about going to. By Washington? the way, that, that, that's a little bit because there there was a. You know why he did that, Josh? And I thought this was really cool about what he did, and that was about his commitment to HBCUs. And 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 to, like, just turn his back on that? That freaking sucked. That's I mean, that's part of why that kid did that, is that there was the, – I'm going to guess that that whole idea of the HBCU and Dion trying to sort of bring it back and bringing some attention to it and saying, hey – this is something that I could be a part of, and I feel a stronger drive to the mission of this. You had that there. You don't anymore. It's freaking Colorado. It makes no sense now. Uh, I-Formation says, Dion is using Colorado much like Colorado is using Dion. He won't be there long enough to care about the Pac-12. And that's the thing, man. It does seem like this is a relationship where both sides understand what they're getting themselves into. Uh, I think Dion is using them to further his brand and to climb higher in the ranks. Colorado is using him because they're trying to just get interest in the program again and, and sell some tickets and get some donations. Props to both sides, I Listen, guess, for kind of agreeing that this is the dance they want to Chess, know, participate Chess in. Chess Walrus says, I don't think Dion ever cared about HBCUs. He might not have, but that kid did. I guarantee that kid did. Who, who, yeah, I mean, I can't speak to the about. kid's heart, so I don't I don't know. You know, I always well, wondered I'm, how I'm much a... of it was just about it wanting to play for Dion. That'd be still No. I'm gonna give the kid way more credit than that. That's fine. And like I said, I don't know. I don't know his heart, so I'm not gonna. You know, I'm not. I'm not gonna speak too strongly one Please way. Please spell Dion with an I, everyone. Yeah, everyone. Yes. Why do people keep spelling his name wrong? Thank you, Dion. D E I O N. It's gonna be crazy. Like, how, dude, he he might own this off season more than like any coach has owned an off season before. You, like, you remember Harbaugh's first offseason at Michigan? It was like, holy shit, Jim Harbaugh's back in college. This is going to be nuts. He is going to be written and talking. People are – I cannot wait. At a certain point, probably in the next month, someone's going to tweet at the show, could you guys stop talking about Dion? Nobody cares. He's it's already like, got his quarterback, you. though. He's got his son at the quarterback. Yeah, he's got his son. <laughs> he's got the entire – I want to talk about it like every day. This is a great so- – we might need to do a bit today in Dion Sanders at Colorado. Well, I think like, we're going to have to do this. Here's the thing. If you wanted to, he's got quarterbacks all over the transfer portal, but he's sticking with his son. How's that? Mm-hmm. How is he going to transfer to uh, to FBS? I don't know. I haven't seen enough of him to know, but yeah, I've heard people say they think he'll be what? pretty solid. I don't know. Maybe you want Keaton Slovis. I don't know. By the way, I'm I'm with you. I think Nebraska's going to beat Colorado, unless he just loads them up with like a hundred five stars, and then I guess I'll change my mind. Oh yeah, I'm sure that'll work just to throw those all out there in Boulder. <laughs> God, I'm glad I can hate him again. You know what? I'm glad. There you go. It, it was, they were a little hard to hate when they sucked so yeah. bad and they felt yeah. different. When Mel Tucker was coaching them, I couldn't quite gin up the hate that I really wanted to feel, and I kind of faked it. Uh, I really? got it now. Because you know what he brings? He brings he brings a ton of what they had under McCartney. It, it, it feels like the Darian Hagen, Eric Bieniemy crap. Um, honestly. 
And they haven't felt like that since those guys left, since McCartney, Mark McCartney. You didn't left. hate him in like, oh, one Colorado. Well, I mean, not coming into the game. No. <laughs> <laughs> Fair, but not nearly like I did. Not absolutely not nearly like I did in the peak of McCartney, Darian Hagan, Eric Bieniemy, Charles Johnson, J- Charles Johnson, excuse me, uh, Westbrook, Beaker. Um, I can go on and on with 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 the players that I hated from nice. the early nineties, the early nineties, and then Jesus, until Josh. Oh my until Nebraska just killed them in ninety two, and that seemed to kind of end that thing. That God, Halloween game in ninety two. That Halloween game in 92 ended that rivalry, almost. 52-7. What a time to be alive. It was amazing. I was there. I was there. I mean, the 90 – I shouldn't I say four. it ended the rivalry because that 94 game was obviously a huge one, but th- the peak of that Yeah, rivalry, 96 was big. Yeah, but the peak of that rivalry – well, peak of that rivalry for me as a fan was 80, uh, 86 to 86 94, to 91. right? Yeah, did. Wow, really? Well, that was when Colorado was beating their two versus three. Yeah, but Nebraska beat. I mean, it, it felt like Nebraska owned them after '92. Wow, that's crazy. I would have been nervous as hell going into the game in '92. I mean, the '93 game. Don't get me wrong. The '93 great game was freaking amazing. I love that. That's one of my favorite Husker games of all time. That's the game where Frazier was getting like hit and he threw it to Amon Green in the backfield. And no, that one's ninety five. Ninety five. Sorry, that's ninety five. Yeah. Ninety three is they won ninety three too. That was a Corey Dixon punt return in that game, if I recall. DW says peak was about nineteen ninety one. Ninety one was the one that ended in a tie, right? Because of the snowballs yeah. getting thrown on the field. The snowballs. God, let's see. Can you imagine that today? Yeah. Holy shit! The snowballs in ninety one. In ninety was Eric Bieniemy beating Mickey Joseph. Oh yeah. So, uh, Chess Walrus, didn't we score on the first play in 96? No, that was 95. Amon 95. scored right. That 95, they, you're right. I, I mixed yeah. up 93 and 95. They kicked it on side, and, and uh, Nebraska recovered Amon it, and Amon Green, Green scored on the Go first play. Go watch that on YouTube, young people. Watch Amon Green yeah. on that play. Jeez. They did on the first play in 99 as well, if I remember right. Uh, Dan Alexander, remember he outran uh, Ben Kelly? That was later remember in the ben game, Kelly? wasn't it? I know. The, I, well, I, yes, that one. But I think I thought he scored on the first on the first play so. in that game too. I think it was later. In the, I mean, I remember that play because because Ben the Kelly. The one that was I'm like, talking about that was later. But ben, I also think he scored on. the He first might have. Ben Kelly was like supposedly the fastest guy in the conference. And yeah, he's fastest guy in the country. And Dan Alexander ran like a freaking penguin. Dude, I, <laughs> his running style was so weird. So weird. Take more steps. <laughs> oh man, good oh, times. Crap. The old days. Yeah. Yes. Uh. Good time. Yeah, and then Nebraska won that one ninety eight. Yeah, let's see. Oh, 99 was the onside. Okay, thank you, Josh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They scored on the first play in that game. Okay, so they did. That was in – and then 2000 was the, the Josh Brown field goal, right? I love that game. That's one of the, the sneaky – we need to do that in the in the, in Be Kind Husker Rewind. That game is fun as hell, man. Yeah, we haven't done that one. We haven't done that no. I think it, the problem is that the only version online yet here it is two and a half hours. Oh, no, there's a 41-minute version. Oh, we should do that. Okay. Hell yeah. Yeah, more of that coming. Yeah, yeah, we do. I'm gonna sneeze. Hold on, I'm muting myself. Well, while Jack sneezes, I will remind those of you who are listening at a later date: go to Patreon.com/slash/IEDClub, become a patron today. We are oh so close to 100 patrons. We would love to we cross lost over. A few. Was that one? Yeah, we lost. We yeah, yeah, yeah. Sad sad uh but we we want to get to 100 by the end of the year so uh feel free join us today uh we do not think that you'll regret it it's a great time uh patreon.com slash i80 club josh and i are going to try and figure out the uh the the ten dollar yeah we have some ideas jack and i are meeting at the end of the the year sometime to celebrate how fun this has been and we're going to talk out some some new ideas for the ten dollar tier oh yeah 97 that was when uh yes 97 they also blew the huge lead thank you josh that was in i was in denver that watching that game and it was in bolt i mean i was watching it on tv and they did an onside kick and it went off of tj debates who was a backup tight end from minnesota if i recall and Colorado almost came back off. Uh, they got the onside kick. They almost won that game. Yeah. 97. That was crazy. Yeah, and they almost blew the 99 game, too. God, the Saints going to score again. Oh, Kamara dropped it. 
I'm in such a freaking tense moment for my fantasy league right now. I probably need to end this so I can go concentrate on that. All right. Sounds good. Patreon.com slash ID club. Join us. Join us. Uh, we're still going on Saturday. Yes. Still going Saturday. Saturday we just got to figure out when to do the third pod because now we're not doing Saturday night. What do you guys anymore. want? You should tell us. Tell us what you like. When would be a good time? Would you like us? Well, do we like now that Nebraska basketball nights? might be good, are we going to have to do, do some basketball yes. pods? Uh, yeah. If right. seriously, if they start winning, it'll get fun, and we absolutely should. Should we do one after Indiana on Wednesday? Um, like I only want to do them if they win. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like I tried to. I actually tried to. Uh, I tried to convince my bosses to allow me to do a post game show on our radio station only when Nebraska won basketball games. That's <laughs> it was, so funny. It was just called the If They Win post game show. <laughs> the If They Win show. <laughs> God, that's great. Uh, I don't All know. Right. Time, well, maybe, maybe TBA. Game? TBA. Maybe we'll be on Wednesday. 7 30. We'll see. We'll see. We'll okay. Play. Yeah, All right, there you uh, go. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll emergency it up if we need. I mean, okay. I wanted to do. I wanted to emergency it up Sunday night, but you neither you nor I were at our own home. Well, yeah, we so weren't even at home. Yeah, we weren't. It even was at hard, home. and I was. It was driving me nuts because I wanted to get back to my computer very badly. So yeah. Sad. All right, that is it for the pod. Uh, yeah, uh, become a become a patron. Uh, join us at least on uh, Saturday nine thirty. We can go back to nine thirty this week, Josh. I think so. That works for me. All right. 9.30 this week. It is a Army-Navy Day, right? That's oh, the God. that's the big thing that's coming up this Saturday. Dang. Heisman Day. Cool. Is it Heisman Day? Awesome. Yep. It's a depressing day. Such I hate it. I hate day. it so much. Yeah. All right. Goodbye, podcasters. Bye. Have a good one. Bye.